Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fear of the Walking Dead, the Season 7 premiere is over, as is The Walking Dead World Beyond Season 2, Episode 3, but we're just getting started talking about all of that here in the zombie apocalypse trenches of post-show recaps. Hello, everybody. It's your Walking Dead fix of the week. I'm Josh Wiggler. We are down one Jess Lease. We are uh, up one uh, homicidal maniac uh, Victor Strand. Uh, we are back up one Elton. So it's not a total wash this week, even as Jess has to take this one off. Uh, we're going to talk about fear. We're going to talk about World Beyond. We're going to have an incredible time. Uh, first, uh, someone who has been so excited for the return of Elton to the World Beyond universe. Uh, that Just got to bring him in real quick. Chappelle, you can talk. You can breathe. Yes, we did I it. can breathe. It's he's the here. Manifestation has happened. It's done. El- Elton's back. He's we got his corduroy armor belts. on. Yes, I almost bought a corduroy outfit for the occasion. <laughs> Who knew that industrial well, corduroy could save you from the zombie apocalypse? It would have been really, really awkward if Chappelle had worn uh, his corduroy suit. Considering our next guest, uh, this is uh, not a video me- uh, medium for for most people. Uh, but when we record these podcasts, we are on camera. And AJ, you look fantastic. AJ Mass in your head to toe corduroy. I assume that this is uh, 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 protective gear. I was planning on being silent for the first nine minutes of the podcast, and you've, you've thrown off my whole vibe here. Uh, but, you know, when, when there's a will, there's a way! Uh, no, there no, was a will. a will. There was a will. And, <laughs> yeah, and he's dead now. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, spoiler warning, we're talking about the Fear of the Walking Dead season seven premiere. We're going to talk about episode three of World Beyond. Um, I, I expect maybe we are going to keep this one a little bit tighter than usual just because, uh, Chappelle, you were on. You're like, there's not a ton to talk about with Fear of the Walking Dead's return, uh, other than, I don't know, the fact that, like, one of the only, uh, season one characters has just turned into the full on bad guy. Uh, that feels like a headline that's worth, uh, taking a beat on. Yeah, I mean, that's what the episode did. It took a beat on, hey, reminding us that Strand sucks. Uh-huh. Like, 
last season ended and it was like, you know who sucks? Strand. But Maybe he also Strand went through- sucks was like sort of yeah. like, the, like the provocative thinker we were left with. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, okay, he tried to kill Morgan in the submarine, but then he had that like moment where the nuclear ap- apocalypse is in front of him. He's watching like his life about to end through that glass window in the tower. And so we kind of see Strand have like a very vulnerable moment. And then they bring us back with this season and say like, yeah, he's vulnerable, but also evil. Like he still sucks. He's still the guy who tried to kill Morgan and leave him for dead. And don't forget it. And so this whole episode was just like giving us the like, in case you didn't hate Strand, now it's okay to hate him. Yeah, uh, this was like the so like uh, literally uh, Victor Strand, uh, Coleman Domingo having a moment is now like going all the way in on just like full mustache twirly villainy of like unambiguous. I'm throwing human beings off of giant tower levels of villainy, AJ, after also, uh, just for the record, having previously tried to kill this guy, what, three times AJ was the count? Three times! Three times! Fourth time's the charm. Uh, and then he and he gets to keep the charm for himself. Uh, I, I thought this was a great episode for proof of concept of the anthology series. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, yeah. you know, because the first, like, you know, 15 minutes like we're just watching this guy who we don't know wander around and do his thing and no dialogue and, and just you know go from place to place and it's like hey okay this anthology show could work yeah. oh wait this is fear oh um all fear, right fear has uh like uh anthology adjacent energy sometimes sure, right sure, like sure, you sure. go into like a new season the tone is totally different from year to year the characters may as well be different characters sometimes uh and like this definitely like i think of the things that the fear premiere accomplished was like to like really like vault us forward into like the future a little bit and like situate us in what was like the post nuclear zombie apocalypse world looking like and i guess like Chappelle to some degree like Let's make this character who you normally are supposed to really like into like uh, like an unequivocal bad guy is like a pretty fast way of getting us to like, okay, times have changed. Like we're in a totally new situation now. Yeah. I don't know how much time has passed, though, since the actual explosion, because it seemed like Strand was able to build like this community in this tower in such a short amount of time. I think Will said he was out there for 50 days, but there's no way that you establish like solar energy and a garden and all this other stuff. Like he had yoga, hot yoga, like in the building as well. Like there's no way he did that in 50 days. So I was curious if you had any idea of how long it took for us to get to this point where Strand has broken bad completely. AJ, what do you think? Well, I mean, he was outside for 50 days. Before that, he was in Alicia's mm-hmm. little commune there, which probably was there for a couple months. So, yeah, uh, definitely the, they're going to gloss over the time. After all, you know, they can all fall into a river and we never find out how they got out. So, right. you yeah. know, that, that's what this show does. We've been here before. Like, this yeah. has definitely happened. The big difference is, like, now we're here with, like, a nuclear ravaged wasteland. Uh, yeah, and now, like, now we've basically put uh, Alicia Devon Carey back in the hundreds. And- right. <laughs> we've, like, we've, like, done uh, we're, like, uh, we gotta wear masks again, like, in the world of The Walking Dead 2 on top of everything, right? Yeah. Uh, like he got like this whole sequence with this kid, Will, who is sort of like the hero of the episode. 
which I thought was kind of clever. Uh, I didn't think that he would just get thrown off the building after all of that by the end of this episode. Not only that, I, I, I you know, I'm watching it and first I'm like, do we know him? Who is this? And so I looked him up yeah. on IMDb and when you go into IMDb and look at, at his name in the cast, I, I realized I did know him because he was in one episode of Evil uh, oh. last season. So I was like, oh all yeah, right. he's, he's the guy. Okay. But I looked and it said, it said, Gus Halper will 16 episodes. Yeah. That's great. Oh, and now if you look, it says Gus Hopper will one episode. So they did <laughs> yeah. not spoil uh, the ending on IMDb, and I give them points for that. <laughs> they deserve yeah. props for that, Chappelle. Yeah, and he deserved to die because I've been saying this for a long time. You can't let somebody who tries to kill you multiple times like come back to life because oh wait, we both love Alicia. What Strand says at the end of the episode is so true. Like it's not the like people and the zombies that's out here killing you. It's your attachment to these irrational thoughts and processes. This is love idea that you have in the zombie apocalypse. Like you are that in love to where you let somebody who tried to kill you three times join forces with you. Are you right. fucking kidding? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's all right. Sometimes like, it's spicy. I just, it was one of those things where I was like, after the second time, I was like, all right, you got to get rid of strand here. And he did not And he's like, strand, that's number three. Like, why are you counting it to us? You're the one about to yeah. die. Yeah. yeah, so, and, and his whole thesis, well, you must really care about Alicia. What did Alicia do to you, sir? Like, oh my gosh, Alicia, like, she her, she worked a number on Will, because he's just like, I guess I can just die for the idea that both of us have this connection to her. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, I, he had to go. It was that time. Was, that was the whole thing, right? Like, that was the whole reason that Alicia was left behind in the... Bu- I guess, like, so we should do some, like, quick setup. Let's, let's say, let's say, hypothetically, you wander into this podcast <laughs> and you rely on the podcast to tell you what's happening on the show. <laughs> just as a theoretical thought exercise. Rarely like, it happens. But okay, <laughs> let's, let's play that out. Let's just play out that line real quick. Uh, that season six of Fear the Walking Dead had like built to this point where there is uh, like the like the uh, basically like the cultist, like the death cultist, and like uh, John Dory Senior has been tracking him down his whole career, and now his whole plan is he's going to unleash holy nuclear Armageddon on the world and start everything all over. And that basically does, at least to a degree, happen, right? Like, there is a nuclear yeah. assault. We're now yeah. living in the wreckage of it. The characters are kind of scattered. Uh, Morgan um, Morgan is where? Morgan is with Grace, right? Morgan Still at the Grace. boat, yeah. They're Still together. The They're together. They've found uh, the baby, right? They found yes. the baby and survived by ducking. Which yes. just, I, I saw the last five minutes of the show before this, the, the episode be premiered and I got angry all over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there, that's where they are. Uh, and then obviously like strand, like had kind of like heel turned a little, he like threw Morgan at the zombies at one point and tried to be like, mm-hmm. just trying to make you tough. Uh, that didn't quite fly. Uh, clearly this episode is really dealing with strand. Uh, but like this episode is also dealing with the legacy of Alicia, who is, the last Clark standing and has been for a while now. Uh, in addition to Strand, the only other um, main character who has been on Fear the Walking Dead since uh, the first season of the whole show. Um, and she was completely absent of the finale, right? Uh, if I'm remembering that correctly, that they literally locked her way, threw away the key. Uh, and these these incredibly rude people who are making this show decide, Alicia, Debnam, Carrie, we don't need you for this one. Uh, the unmitigated gall, as one might say, 
Um, but yeah. clearly something happened because she was in this bunker <clears throat> place and she was left in the bunker place specifically like someone's going to need to like build the new civilization from the ashes and it should be you. It's like this is the idea of like this horrible, terrible person. But maybe now we are living in a world where uh, some of that has happened. We don't know exactly how much time has passed in the show, it seems like, but enough time that like Strand looks like Colonel Mustard. I don't know. Oh my like, gosh. He's got Why is like- he dressed like that? <laughs> Why is he dressed like that? Yeah. You have unlimited resources and you decide to dress like that because I say unlimited so because that's where my Scouts uniform wound up when we <laughs> shipped it out in the mail. Like he looks right. amazing. Yeah. He woke up that day knowing that he was not leaving that tower and put that outfit on. For no reason. Yeah, they're, what do you want to put on? What do you want to wear today, little? Victor? A t-shirt. T-shirt. I put on my. I want to put on my scouts uniform. Uh, <laughs> right. You sure, like you don't want to try a like a like a button. A down. regular. No, I want my scout shirt. And my hat. He's got a whole bunch of followers up there doing yoga and yeah. playing putt putt golf. Enough time yeah. has passed that they have they have like yoga. We cannot confirm or deny Shell Chappelle, but maybe they have hot yoga. Is I thought it was hot yoga. You yeah. Know? I saw like canvases people were painting, I, the garden, the solar energy panels. Yeah. What is that? I, they I, got them. What why? How? <laughs> uh I don't know. Uh to combat climate this? change. Right, like yeah, climate change from the nuclear war that just happened outside. Yeah, yeah like excuse me, this is yeah. wild. How did they even go? You know what? I don't need to know how. Oh like the episode is it about how it's about where we are now, and Strand has completely heel turned. He's the devil. Um and it's obvious because he's drinking like whiskey. And like passing out scotch to people. He has a chandelier for no reason. He's serving spaghetti on the plate with like the little covering. Like he's it's not, like everything that a, villains do, he's doing it. He's he's eating uh AJ, he's eating little strawberries. And when he yeah. eats them, he comments to the onlooker who is hungrily eyeing these strawberries. He goes, mmm, fresh. Uh, like, <laughs> like full Disney villain is where we've gone with like obviously like character. uh you know the the grossness that comes par for the course with zombie uh fiction but otherwise like sort of like the cartoonification of strand as a villain is sort absolutely. of absolutely like he, he totally he invites will up there and he's like mm, let me show you on a grand tour of everything that you can't have because i'm kicking you out <laughs> Right. I got a bad vibe from you, so I think you need to go back out into the wasteland. Yeah. But it was fun meeting you. Like, who is this? Like, why did he become this way? That's why I wanted to know how long this took. Because like he has a sidekick. Like he legit has a butler. Like a like a, yes. like a number two. And I don't understand why number two isn't like one A. Yeah. Why aren't him and Strand equal like partners in this it seems like strand is uh, like the emperor and this is like his right hand man or his lady in waiting yeah uh howard i don't get it howard is his name um and he is played by omid abtahi who is a great actor like great character actor and a lot of different things so like i'm psyched to see him here like that's fun join the party that's great but like i I want. I want to say like i think like it's gotten like it, it feels very mustache twirly the strand stuff but like I have to tell you that I kind of think I loved it. Um, like I have, like I have to be like a little bit honest and think that like, uh, like we're in like a different, we're in like a different mode of zombie apocalypse right now. Like adding like sort of like the nuclear waste apocalypse style, like <laughs> two apocalypses. Apocalypse? Yeah. What happens with? Is it a double apocalypse? Like apocalypsis? You know, it's an apocalypsis. 
It's a apocalypse. Yeah, yeah two apocalypse. <laughs> We've got apocalypse. Uh, two apocalypse. Like this is intense. Uh, and like, I feel like that. Like, um, that's a fun playground to to mess around in a little bit. Um, and I do think like a lot of it's going to depend on like how much time did pass. Like, they have to tell us like when they finally like nail that down for us in a very specific way. AJ, if they mm-hmm. say like it's been six months, nope, not nope. good enough. This nope. has to be years. And the thing that this really has a has an opportunity to do is to um uh because Fear the Walking Dead had been ahead of Mainline Walking Dead for a minute, and then in season nine of Mainline Walking Dead, they have their big, big time jump, which puts them far into the future beyond Fear the Walking Dead, but at the same time, I believe is Walking Dead World Beyond, if that's not confusing enough. But I think that this nuclear apocalypse could rocket us a little bit into the future and get us so that like the, the Morgan will meet and the strand we just met. And all of these people are like palling around or the opposite of that, as it were uh, at the same time that like season 11 of walking dead is roughly playing out world beyond is roughly playing. Out. And, and the, the, the thing that will tell us is how old is this child who Morgan has with, right. with him? Yes. That's the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's our. Is it watch. still an infant? Nope. Yeah, <laughs> nope. And that doesn't make any sense. But Josh, when you saying this is like a Disney villain, first of all, I love that too. I, I was on record saying that Pope last week when he went full Disney villain, I was I was here for it. It was wild. Yeah, but I, yeah. but I but I liked it. Um, but this is very Disney esque. That the villain is in a tower surrounded by basically a moat of of walkers with an uh uh apocalyptic apocalyptic wasteland in front of them. And you, of course, you know, like the hero's journey, you have to make it through the thing. You have to, you know, get to the moat. You have to climb the tower. Yeah. You have to fight the bad guys on the way up before you get to the the final boss. Like I think the setup is right there. Um, it's just weird that it's strand. Um, and so totally. Yeah, so one of the questions I had is um, they talked about the not the strippers, the stalkers. Yeah, the stalkers that are walking around stripping the 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 walkers of their clothes, and that's not Strand. So I'm thinking, what I don't want is that the strippers. I'm sorry, the stalkers. I I don't know what what else you want to call them. Yeah, yeah, the the stalkers. um, I don't want the storyline where you know Strand is evil, but we win him back over because we all have to combine forces to get the stalkers out of here. Like they're the Reapers or the you know whatever. Yeah, like what I want is those stalkers to team up with Alicia and crew and Morgan to take out Strand. I don't want Strand to come back. Yes. Strand can never come back from this, no. this, this this villain edit. And I'm so sick of The Walking Dead giving us super villains and then making them like pets or good guys or yes. like, you know, villains with a heart of gold. Strand doesn't have one of those. Don't, don't turn Strand into Negan. Let Strand be exactly. Strand. And like if, if, uh, if your answer to let Strand be Strand is to like lean in all the way like past the con man stuff. We've been ping-ponging mm-hmm. with Strand for a while now in the same way that we've done that with Morgan a bunch of like I'm gonna kill I don't think I'm gonna kill people I think I might kill people like Strand's like I think I'm a good guy I know, but am I, maybe I'll shoot maybe I'll just shoot Daniel in the face right it's just Daniel you know like I'm just Daniel, Daniel. I'm so sorry it. and I'm really trying to and how dare you not trust me for having shot you no actually I am gonna lord over everything from a tower and be a bad guy now like just stay yeah. there Stay there. Stay there. Let him be the bad guy now. That's what you did. That's what the show put him into. And I'm, when I say I'm here for it, I'm really here for it because Coleman Domingo rocks. And He's this awesome. dude is just incredible. And I'm loving his moment right now. And I really want him to like just be able to play Strand full tilt bad guy because that's where we've gone. So just commit to it. And I think the other thing that I'm like kind of happy about is like, 
this like then like theoretically probably should put like an expiration date on the character to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Like Coleman Domingo, uh, collect the checks. It's coming. You know, you're, <laughs> like, you're, you'll be free soon. Like we're going to kill Strand. Like Strand is not going to be able to survive this stuff. Like he's been set up as the new big bad. Like there's, there's no real plausible way I think to bring him back without repeating Negan to your point, Chappelle. And that would be such a bummer. I think like let's power down with like a really strong, bad guy arc for strand that's a cool opportunity that we've got to do that with a character who we've known since the very beginning but we can't like walk off that ledge we got to jump off the ledge with will and strand (laughs) yeah the the only way that that he does survive this season is if he wins at the end of the season if if he kills alicia uh, you know, and, and and say, and you know, finally they're saying, stop collecting the checks here, Alicia. Do something else. I guess please. they'd be happy for Alicia Debnam Carey. Yeah. Then you know, like I'll find someone to be happy for. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think if he, if he, you know, if he saves the day, and you know, he can be the big bad again next season and get defeated. That that's fine with me uh, as well. I'm just very happy, like you said. I'm happy they committed to it because even in yeah. this episode, there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, he's going, oh, I will. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I heard what you said, and I realized yes perhaps i was mistaken and i didn't come out here for that i came out here to find alicia and i'm not the no no he is bad he he didn't care when his two uh bodyguards bit the bullet he just worried about himself and i was like yeah you go strand just worry about you you can get new henchmen uh just they didn't pull back after making that switch and i love the fact that it was surprising because they just, you know, they spent the whole episode saying, and here's your new character who's going to be a love interest for Alicia towards the end. Well, he's done. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But that does bring me to two things I don't want. I don't want to have to listen to Alicia talk about Will all season. Like, oh my gosh, what happened to Will? I'm looking for Will, searching for Will. I, oh my gosh, Alicia, please. We do not care about Will that much. So we don't want to see you care about Will that much. Like, I'd rather Alicia be like, Will who? You know, like that yeah. would be great if Alicia yeah. like I, I don't know, this is a guy well, on hitless. I don't know him. And Strand could be could really be beneficial in that. Going, yes, I thought you might have been here, and uh, I went there and I found a note to some somebody named Will. <laughs> I found <laughs> the notes, but uh, right. obviously Will had never come to get this note. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and then uh, with with Strand, you know, they did leave this one opening that I don't want them to explore. And they his whole motivation is cartoony as well, right? His thing is, I need to find Alicia to let her know that, like, she's wrong. Like, I'm right. Like, this, it's me. I, I, yeah. I, I, I am correct. Like, and that is my win condition here. Like, what are you saying? Yeah. What, is ex- what exactly has propelled this turn into the, into the devil that he has had? Because it doesn't sound like he have any real motivation he's just like i know they'll never get to me in my ivory tower that i look down upon everybody and if i ever see alicia again you know she's gonna know that she was wrong about me like what's happening here yeah the worst the worst part about strand being in the tower for me is that like we we're in a little bit of a double-edged sword situation with that Uh, first of all i love strand's new sword I love that he's really committed to like the general sword is my zombie apocalypse weapon it's like that's a strong choice yeah. Um, like I do, <laughs> and then like the axe sometimes, like the double blake he's doing, like it's the, so like, flashy. Uh, yeah, two like two handed fighting style is cool. Um, the the double edged sword is that like we want to take him seriously as a bad guy in terms of like as a character right now. So like I think he really ought to very very sparingly leave the tower for the time yeah. being. Um, but the problem with that is like 
well, you're going to lock up Coleman Domingo and not have him interact with the cast. So, like, I hope that that means that, like, uh, we'll, like, see more people maybe brought to the tower um, or the people who are already in the tower are going to be, um, you know, compelling new characters. We already have Howard. Like, can we, like, flesh that world out a little bit more? Um, mm. You know, like, what's going to be, like, the like the Jabba's Palace situation here? Like, who's already in the tower that's undercover? Like, Lando at Jabba's Palace or Princess Leia going undercover? Sorry, just recklessly spoiling Return of the Jedi right now. <laughs> Cowboy uh, does solo. <laughs> uh, yeah, huge salacious crumb stands on this podcast. Uh, that I, I think, like, those are maybe some solutions, because, like, if he leaves the tower, he's doing the thing he's saying, like, they'll never catch me, but they'll catch right. you if you go, so don't go. Well, uh, and I, I want to take you seriously as a bad guy, so, like, stick to your guns a bit. Is and I is. think he learned that lesson because he's, you know, he came back to the tower. He's like, whoa, I'm not doing that. In fact, hey, yeah. zombies, come yeah. on in. Now they'll never get to me. Like, I, I, I like the fact that he learned that lesson, or at least, uh, you know, until, until the yeah. writers give him that amnesia from learning yeah. that lesson. Yeah, um, Worked for me. Yeah. So, so AJ, what brings everyone else to the tower, though, right? Like, if Strand is not leaving, right? He's got his moat of zombies around him. He's, like, he doesn't have any reason to go out there unless it's just to find Alicia out of pure boredom, it seems. What brings Alicia or Morgan? Is it because somebody inside the tower is going to leave out? Or, like, what is going to be the driving force that brings the group of people that we're used to to make this journey to go get Strand because they have no reason to pursue Strand either. I think you're going to have, you know, we're going to probably hop around to all the different groups for the first couple of episodes and see, oh, what happened to Morgan? Ah, what, what happened to, yes. you know, yes. blah, 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 bounce, bounce, almost, bounce, bounce. Almost definitely. We, we had a great feedback in that regard from Andrew Yu. Andrew Yu wrote in and said, I wondered if, if, if this season of Fears, it can have a lot of flashbacks. Maybe we see how Strand went from watching the nuke to becoming yet another in a long line of crazy leaders of destined to fail societies. Uh, also mentions, uh, Andrew Yu does, that Will was listed as part of the cast all season. Uh, but even I'm not foolish enough to think he survived that fall. Yeah, he didn't survive that fall. Uh, unless the actor's just being paid to be a zombie all season long, which would be a, a fun job. Uh, so yeah, I think What's that th- there's a very strong possibility that we're getting a bunch of flashback episodes. Yeah, but yeah. You know, I, I think he's going to stay up in, in his tower for the most part. He doesn't need to leave. He, he can take three episodes off and you know come back. I think he he is at some point going to get so megalomaniac that somebody's going to leave. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to go, not come back from a scout mission, encounter the great Morgan Jones, and you know, da, 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 da. hey, no, there's this guy up there. Yeah, Strand, Strand, da, right? Da, da, yeah. Da. Right. Oh, so it's the butler. What's his name, Josh? The, <laughs> Howard. Uh, second in command, Howard. Yeah, Howie, he's like, he's like round Howard, down. but not round. Yeah, so Howard is going to look at Strand and be like, oh, he's lost it. You know, this Alicia thing has pushed him over the edge. Now that he knows she's out there, like, he's a completely different person. He doesn't even serve a spaghetti on this platter anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, so now I have to go out and go find her because maybe she can bring him back to, like, the Morgan that I knew. X amount of years before, you know, we created the hot yoga. Um, so maybe that's what it is. Um, but I just I couldn't figure it out for life. Me, I'm like, well, yeah, he seems true. to be minding his own business, they're minding their own business. Uh, do you think it has anything to do with Padre? Yeah, let's talk about Padre. Uh, that is the the name that is written down in the note that's been left behind. It just says Padre. Uh, this is like the new red rum. Uh, <laughs> you know, like this is like the the mystery. Rosebud, 
Padre, right? Like, <laughs> Not Rosebud. Yeah. Why so Padre is such like classic bits yeah. of literature. This is Padre the, was the key from the first episode last season. It's the, like, <laughs> that drives the whole thing that yeah. doesn't. They don't even know when they start writing what this means. They'll figure it out around episode it, seven. That's the, that's the trick, and like I think like that's fine. You know, give it to them. Like that's like how like. I'm under deadline right now. What should the letter say? Uh, Padre, we'll figure that out. You know, like, yeah. that's fine. Like, go. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, everyone sure that, should be getting paid. Like, that's, yeah. that's, the, you did your I'm job. I'm sure they're in the writer's room. Like, so, well, how did they build all this stuff so quickly? I, look, just, just put in the line. We were lucky. The wind blew the other way. All right, fine. It's right. done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, as the, as the local, the, the local, you know, the Texan, I will yes. say Padre is a place in Texas. Um, South Padre Island is, uh, like basically Mexico and Texas is like a thing. I've never been there because it's pretty much one way on and one way off. And that's a lot of traffic for spring break. And so I'll yeah. go on other places, but, um, it is a place. So I Ooh, know that one way on, one way off. Well, that's, they were far from the, the beach. Because, yeah, and they had they had the subway. I mean, a little submarine. I'm sorry. And so, like, they aren't far from water. Um, so maybe it's like a location. Yeah, so I don't that's know like where they are. Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, like that was like the message for like where we're heading. You know, who knows? Um, it's but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, so I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a classic, it's a classic, like, uh, zombie fiction thing to, like, uh, retreat to the island, like, and not even zombie fiction, but, like, when you're, like, you know, like, what would I do? Like, I'll find a desert island, you know, like, I feel like it's sort of, like, uh, like a thing that people, like, you know, will bat back and forth. So, for The Walking Dead to, like, have taken this long to, like, really do that storyline, if that's where they want to go, um, you know, uh, I heard Fiji was nice this, this time of year, but I'll do Padre Island, sounds great. But um, they did it season one. Isn't that yeah. how we met Strand? Wasn't it like on the yacht? On oh, the yeah, I the- forgot. I guess they already did this. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, Strand, that's Strand's bag. He likes uh, Never mind. Just end it. Just call it. <laughs> uh, just close it. Just close the book. Uh, like, I guess Padre could do. be a person. I, I guess it could be a person. I mean, I just, I don't know. No, I, I, I like have, that poll. No I think that, I think that would make some sense. I guess it would depend on like where in Texas they all are, right? Because like, uh, you know, uh, you tell me, Chappelle. I hear Texas is a big place. Uh, <laughs> it's huge. And yeah. the coastline is huge as well, but there was a submarine. So, I mean, there's there's only one area you're going to find a submarine. It's just all going to be on that, like, eastern side, you know? Yeah. But, and, and, but, like, it goes all the way down. Like, Texas is huge. So, it's, yeah. it's miles and miles and miles. So, I don't... I think I never knew where they were in the last season, right? I never knew, like, geographically. I just knew it was by the water. So I assumed Galveston um, and Padre is uh, much, much more south than that. Um, but I mean, you're in the zombie apocalypse. You have nothing to do but walk. And so yeah. they could be there. Who knows? Yeah, I think um, knowing the show uh, from like a production standpoint, you know, they film in Texas. They film, I believe, in Austin, um, like imagining them sort of like giving up sort of where they've been grounded for the last several seasons. Like the show used to hop around a bunch like they were set up in L.A. Mm. Then they filmed in Mexico like they moved around. Um, but like we've been like even if the story has been shifting a bit like we've been like generally in like the Austin area as far as like a production. I don't know that they'll like are they going to give that up? Like, will they, will they do something that's like a little more like ocean bound? I think, you, I yeah. think it could be cool, but I, I like the poll a lot. Like, I think that that makes a lot of sense that like, she's telling him like, this is where I went, you know? Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, something um, like that could make sense. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was the first thing that popped in my head, but that's because I live here. Right. Yeah. So no, that's, like, that's yeah. the expertise, man. That's great. <laughs> I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. 
Um, I just was looking at the name of this episode and I misread it as The Bacon. Uh, Same. <laughs> and I am thinking about that now. Uh, I'm looking at the episode titles for the first half of Fear of the Walking Dead Season 7. There's uh, Next week is called Six Hours, uh, which is uh, on Posha Recaps, we call that a, a quarter of a worst day ever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, episode three, I'm so excited for this. It's called Cindy Hawkins. Who is that going to be? Who the heck is Cindy Hawkins? Who is Cindy Hawkins? Is that related to Sadie? Like, is yeah, is this the dance? Does she ask you to come to the zombie apocalypse? Uh, uh, Cindy Hawkins, hmm. AJ, any predictions? Uh, well, I don't, I don't necessarily want to go into spoiler territory from... I mean, do you want to... I mean, can we talk about it, AJ? You could give us some... I, was, I mean, all I know is that I watched Talking Dead because I was too slow to change the channel and I saw Elton <laughs> was going to be on, so of course I wanted yeah. to see what Nicholas Cantu had to Did say. Did talk about it in the show? In well, Aisha Tyler was sitting next to him because she had directed the uh, first episode, mm-hmm. uh, the last night's episode, the uh, episode three of the season for uh world beyond and right. she is joining the cast of fear the walking dead so perhaps is she cindy hawkins i don't know but she's joining the cast they said so if cindy that, hawkins, that's a female name if cindy hawkins isn't some kind of post-apocalypse like uh like uh like little brady bunch kid i'm gonna be so mad like that's yeah. what i want <laughs> I want like a little Brady kid, uh, Cindy Hawkins. I think would be okay. Be careful what well, you wish for with the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So since we're since we're kind of in spoiler territory, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, I did look up, just typed in the word to see what it was going on, right? And they talk about the episode JD that we we really liked from um you know um Fear the Walking Dead was it uh episode six of the thirteenth season? Yeah. And they said uh, Cindy Hawkins comes up in that newspaper clipping that was talking about Teddy's conviction. Um, and so there's going to be like callbacks to that episode. Um, I don't know if no, the, so it's a John like, Dory joint probably. Yeah. It's something to do with that with Teddy. Um, so we'll probably talk about that in the future. I won't read it all off of here in case it yeah. is full of spoilers, but cool. yeah, it looks like it's going to be connected to that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm interested. Uh, I, w- I did want to read this uh, as well because I thought this was very funny uh, from from Karen from Los Angeles who wrote in and said, I hope that Jess is semi-satisfied that someone finally used the walkers to do some dirty work. They may not have had them in perpetual motion machines, but at least they got them to transport something heavy. I'm sure Jess would have been thrilled about that on the podcast. Um, but Karen then also said, I liked fear this week. That is until you guys podcast about it, make me hate it and see that it's full of shit. Uh, and uh, I just laughed so hard when I saw that email comes through. So thanks for writing in Karen. Anyone who wants to write in TWD at postshowrecaps.com is the email address. Uh, but I do just like want to, before we move into world beyond I, like I, I had a fun time watching fear the walking dead, you know, uh, like it's, I liked fear. Yeah. It, I, I like this episode. I, it's I, goofy, I, but I enjoyed it. I thought they did a nice job of sticking to their guns and and going going with Strand full full bad guy and we gotta stay there. We gotta be we're, we gotta be yeah, locked in that zone. That's my fear. Yes. Ah. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see that fear of the fear of the walking mm-hmm. dead. Very good. Yeah. Also, we got acid rain. Acid rain and the zombie apocalypse. Like that happened no, in the nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. In both. <laughs> in the apocalypses. 
Yeah, like, that happened. happened. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Like, it started to rain. I'm thinking, oh, it's raining, darn. And they're like, no, 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 get out of the rain. This is a, no, don't touch the water. I said, like, oh, okay. This is a new level of zombie apocalypse. I was not ready for it, but I appreciate it. Okay, let's talk about. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The prodigal son returns. Chappelle, he's back. This is me doing my big like Kermit hands. Like, Yay! Yes. You know, just like <laughs> so happy. Oh my god, little Elton, welcome back to the Walking Dead World Beyond. Back and in full like full effect. Elton had armor on. The Coldroy saved Elton's life. Like what? What else can you say? I thought we were seconds away from Elton having an axe for an arm. Like I really thought they were about to shove that axe into his stub after they chopped it off, yeah. and he wasn't going to have an arm anymore because the, zo- the zombies bit him. But when it said like, "Oh no, the corduroy saved him," like that's a plot device nobody could have been ready for. I know y'all weren't watching that thinking, "Well, luckily he has the corduroy on, so he'll be fine." Tell me, y'all at least thought, no, "Okay, there's a possibility obvi- he got bit." Obviously, I wasn't thinking that, but that's because I'm not on Elton's level of realizing <laughs> that the corduroy isn't just a bold fashion piece. It is, uh, it is armor out here. I never uh, considered that he was playing that 3D level chess and, and, and getting that in advance. But I will say, as soon as he got bitten, I was like, oh, the corduroy is going to save him. I, I, but it was in that moment of the bite because I'm like, they're not going to touch Elton. Yeah. <laughs> right, they can't do it. I just no. I just saw his hand was going to have an X on it. I just knew Spiky Ball Hand 2.0 was coming. And <laughs> luckily, the corduroy, who could I mean, these writers, I, I give them a hard time, but you just, I mean, I was dying laughing. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And you, it it could have come organically, too, like during season one where they're walking around. He's going, you know, you couldn't actually buy through this. Like, they probably thought of it as he was wearing it and going, well, this is actually tough fabric. I actually like it. It makes sense why I would be wearing this. And let's put it in the script. Yeah, yeah let's do it. So we've got Elton and Percy are are back. And what's more is we've got Elton and Percy basically reunited uh, with the whole Iris uh, and Felix and Will contingent as well. So, like, that's good. You know, condense more characters together. We like that. Like, let's not be so spread out. Let's pick up a rogue Silas while we're at it storm the crm and let's call this a day guys we're so close right gang's almost back together we could just we should be able to do this one pretty tidily no i feel like the gang is getting too big now like you know because how many children are on this (laughs) show like we got the main core group of kids uh then we have uh asha and dev who they just found on this episode who look like they're going to be around for a little bit because we haven't killed any children yet yeah uh, and we, i gotta we, say i don't love what they're doing like the little like uh the, the little jello ball eyeball uh-huh. scooping stuff don't love yeah, this i don't know what that's about i thought some, uh, i wasn't ready for that i didn't like seeing the eyeballs i didn't care just plop them out you know but yeah. they have so many plop kids out, and i didn't understand that. i look i got so confused during that whole thing because they opened the show with with you know somebody putting the flowers in the eyes and you don't know who it is and then they get tripped up uh elder person get tripped up by these zombies that are coming out of the marsh and everything i'm like oh they're luring zombies. Like I, I didn't understand yeah. that they, the, yeah. the whole purpose of that whole thing. It just made no sense. It me. does. It doesn't seem like there was a purpose because they asked even like, oh, so is that why you put like is the flower like representative or the way you feel about these zombies because they think that they're vessels? I just like no, I just like it. I just like to do that yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, the, when I'm bored, collecting the the eyeballs. 
Right. Like one one of these Walking Dead shows had fresh strawberries, and then the other had like <laughs> fake eyeballs that you get uh, that are actually grapes at a Halloween party. I'm just a quirky girl, and I'm going to be your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> they, yeah. We got that a lot too. And then yeah, we still have the 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 group from Holes with um with um uh, Silas. Yeah. Like so, he got his group, and now we got Hope and her group with Ian and whoever this that that, that kid is that she's keep making eyeballs at, like that guy like yeah. they're out there drinking and stuff in the bunker i was like what are we doing why are we assembling a child army because if they ever get <laughs> all 15 of these kids in one space i'm gonna lose it yeah it's gonna happen uh you know probably episodes from now i mean we've got uh we've got a lot of shows still left to go but not a lot of shows still left to go at the same time um but i was glad that at the very least like we took the time to like mostly spend the episode with Elton and Percy. Um, it was a little bit frustrating, maybe at a certain point when uh, I realized that when the show makes us realize, I guess, AJ, that like they'd been like, they'd had their number uh, like the whole time that like they weren't being stealthy. They were exactly who they were looking for the whole way through. So I don't like anyone outsmarting Elton. That's what I think. Like we're like uh, now we're overwriting this a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like Elton's got a superpower. He's the clever one. You don't outthink Elton. So like, why are we like uh, having him be like sort of out? But I love when he was like, Percy, don't you steal those turnips? I'm going in there. Uh, Hi, hello. Uh, just like here for some just a radish or two. Uh, do you have anyone with you? Yes, my traveling companion Percy. He's just up the hill. Like you know, he's such a polite young man. Yeah, no, I I, I think what makes it work is that it is a kind of meet cute, and it does put her on a on an even level with him. Like you know, you can fool everybody else, Elton. You're not going to fool me. So I am worthy of this relationship that we're starting to hint at here between the two of us, because, you know, I've already gotten you out of your clothes once and I'm going to do it again. At some point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> these kids, these kids. Um, yeah. And also Elton was a little hangry, you know, like the food yes. he was, he says, listen, I haven't eaten in a while. So I know the smart thing would to be do, to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway. Cause I haven't eaten. At least he's in on the joke, right? At least we're not all like, wouldn't Elton know that this is a bad idea? Like, no, he said right. it was a bad idea. He still did it. Um, and I think I like that about the world beyond this episode because there was another moment where Asha's throwing an axe at him and Elton screams like holy crap it's just it's just a turnip like damn are you gonna throw an axe at me because of turnips you know I'm like yes Elton that's exactly what I was thinking like they're doing a lot behind you stealing a few turnips and then like in hindsight why are you throwing an axe at a guy you're trying to bring in for frenzies like this is uh, <laughs> feels like an aggressive tact to take I don't you throw an axe with such skill like yeah. the we talk well, about it is a very hip comedy? thing to do right now, you know. You yeah, yeah, like no, they're rules for that. You throw yeah. an axe. Yeah. yeah, well, look, that these kids were highly skilled in combat because the kicks and the leg sweeps and the axe throwing, I was like, who trained Asha and Dev? What is, what is yeah. their background? Because they're like joy. clearly yeah, the artist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The perimeter yeah, where they train all the best people in combat. I, it didn't make sense. That was when they had the axe <laughs> exhibit installation uh, a few years back. So like they did all get like really good at axe work, I think is something that that occurred. During yeah. That and, time. 
And then, of course, we get the Iris and Percy, the Iris and Percy uh, connection when I was thinking like, oh, she looks like she really missed him. Oh, she might be in love with him. And I thought, well, why is she in love with him? They barely know each other. And I was like, oh, yeah, they did try to have sex at one time. Yeah, they did try that. I forgot about the kids trying to like consummate whatever this was. They're still trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah, I forgot all about that until I saw her like reaction to him being alive. And I was like, oh, I forgot about it. It's kids. It's children. It it, it is interesting because you see the chemistry that's building between Elton and his his new beau. But there was no there's no chemistry there between Percy and Iris at At all. all. At all. None. It's like, I don't don't feel it. She flipped the switch, thank goodness, because <laughs> it's an excuse for him to go, you know, you've changed. You're not the ice I knew. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, look, fall in love with her there's the woman yeah. who shot me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going he's gonna he's gonna try and uh try and take him down with a with a with a butter knife. Uh this butter <laughs> knife he's got. This was also from Andrew who wrote it and said, Percy can't even steal turnip. We're supposed to believe he can threaten Huck with a dull ass knife. Uh yeah, like what's he doing at the end of the episode? Just like going and looking with his like knife in his hand. Like, what you what are you gonna do with that? What are you gonna Nothing. do with that, Percy? Nothing. Uh I think we could be looking at a at a uh a, a Percy death, not in the terribly distant future. Like he also, might take a move and like that might not work out. So you think one of the kids will die? Because I was—he's just... the most expendable of the of the kids, not counting like the new ones that were just introduced. Yeah, because I was like, Dev is definitely yeah. expendable. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dev has nothing. Like, right. at least we know something about Asha, and we know that she kind of likes Elton a little bit. Right. We just know Dev's name, and so I right. can see Dev being lost. Um, and then maybe some of those kids at the um, you know, the science kids, they can go too. Yeah, the wait, the ones yeah. who are at uh, at the CRM or the ones who are yeah, the they whole... can go. No, the yeah. CRM. No, I like the whole diggers. They could yeah. go too, but I yeah. like them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're gonna they're have fun to, group. Uh Silas can't do all of that heavy lifting himself. He does need <laughs> some friends. Need yeah, to I like I like him having a gang. I like that. It did kind of feel AJ like uh the Elton and Percy show back up after their little road trip and like, you know, uh meeting these people on on the on the journey and like uh Iris is so happy to see them. There is not really much to you know much to do about Silas. Like there isn't really and and Silas too is he with you? They're like no, they don't even really talk about it. Yeah, but but because I'm so glad Silas isn't here to see that because he's <laughs> so upset about the preferential treatment Percy is getting. The the only thing that I I, I would be upset about that, except we know that there's an end to getting Silas because we had the very blatant i'm going to talk about silas but not mention his name to you because then you'd know who i was talking about uh scene between uh the the unrequited love for whatever it is that that guy did to force <laughs> Dennis and, uh, and Huck. You know? <laughs> yeah yeah and we don't and they don't even tell us right like the whole episode they're like you know what you did yeah well i did it for you well i did it for us it's like what what happened i want to yeah. know what happened like please yeah. tell me because at this point what? Because I'm still trying to figure out. I'm sure the actress that plays Huck is a lovely lady. Yeah. But I just <laughs> and, don't. Annette Mahendra. Right. But I just don't get it in this show. Like, she's not funny not, and charming. She doesn't seem very nice. You and like, Huck we, never got along. Chappelle. We just like, never. You never, never clicked. Yeah. Because I've always saw her. This like, was even before Huck. she turned uh, traitor. 
It's because we knew she was a traitor the whole time. Yeah. But like, but this, the guy Dennis is just as bad. This is the most boring couple on television since Jim and Pam. Like they just, <laughs> they have nothing. They just like stare at each other. There's nothing there. I'm like, why are y'all even like each other? What happened? What did he do? Because yeah. he did something. Dennis. Dennis. That Dennis, guy. thank you. Dennis I couldn't even remember his name because it was Dennis. He's boring. Dennis so Menace. boring. He's yeah. so boring. Yeah. He uh, was, you know, he's in charge of digging the holes, and Dennis uh, uh, directed his uh, his people to dig up holes in Mr. Wilson's yard, and so he got in big trouble. Yes. Uh, uh, so they threw him out here. Uh, yeah, what did minutes. Dennis do, and why do we care? It is a fair question, as we are trying to close this story, not continue it. You know, like, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I just think- be careful about the characters that we're adding and the, the asks of us, the audience, to care. Like, I think it's a, bit, saying, you know, though, it's a little bit of a of a request. Part of what this, what I was reading, trying to read between the lines there, uh, whatever he did is essentially, I think, led to what happened with the campus community getting. Oh, so this guy has hundreds of thousands of dead people on his hands. I think that he, whatever he did, started a chain reaction of things. That I, I think that's where we hook it back into the main story. I think that's the only thing because otherwise, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but but see, he got demoted and got sent off to go like be the manager of the boys' camp. But like Huck, it seems like she was getting like dishonorably discharged or something. Like she had to like do this task and brave all of this, you know, and go and get the kids and and survive this and get uh, Hope back safely. And then they just gave her a reprieve. Like they like on this episode, they show her like, okay, you get your honors, you get, you know, we get like a full pardon for you. I'm like, what did Huck do? Because Dennis, it seems like he's taking the blame for it, but Huck seems like she's the problem. Yeah, but she's uh, she's royalty. Yeah, I mean, she's not getting she's not getting in trouble for anything. I mean, to go have to go do this journey on foot, that is trouble. You know, yeah. like she had to go and make sure these kids made it alive. Remember when they, what was the the burning tires? Remember when they crossed that oh, the blaze yeah. of glory? Blaze the, of gory? The, the, the blaze of glory. Yeah. Who's, you just don't send your daughter into the blaze of gory. I actually think she skipped that episode, honestly. Yeah, that's the episode uh, she was yeah. missing. But she yeah. Had, she had the tunnel access. Yeah, but you know, like it's just so weird to me that like he's apologizing for what he did, but she's the one who just had to like complete this impossible task to get her honor back. And so I'm really interested in what this story is and what was so important that both of these two people seem like they're being punished all the time. Yeah, I'm curious about this as well, uh, to a degree. <laughs> I'm curious about it from the standpoint of in the next seven episodes, because that's all they've got, uh, will I care? Uh, I don't know what <laughs> that is because I think I would have answered no. I won't care uh, to this same question at like this point in season one of World Beyond, and then by the end of it, it's like, hey, you guys lay off Elton. Hey, like Silas, get back here, bring him back. Like I want to yeah. see. It's a short commitment. I want to see everybody get out of this one safely as if, if we can, if we can. But like then that means that like my tolerance for the new people is pretty minimal. What I think is encouraging is that you know. If it's if we're talking about a full sixteen episodes for them to to wrap this up, there's all these chess piece moving episodes. Like here, it's just like, all right, let, let's get done, get them together. Next episode, yeah. get the rest of them together. Boom, let's let's move. We don't have time for multiple chess piece episodes here. We got to get everyone together now. Three episodes in, 
most of them are together. So it's 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 really yeah. nice. And we know where everybody is. We know where their relationship to each other. It's just like one more thing to domino to fall. And then Silas will join join the the group, and then that'll be within the next couple. I think. Yeah, battle lines drawn. Yeah, yeah. battle. I, I, but what is the battle? Like you know, what is the reason we're take doing down that? the CRM, man? But I you mean, can't it, take it down is. the CRM. It is like I think like the stakes are like you know the zombie apocalypse version of like uh, this is my house I have to defend it like Kevin McAllister versus like the the, the kids. wet the wet or sticky bandits you know depending on your preference <laughs> uh, that like I think like you know like they're gonna, we got to bust out hope you know and then we'll go on the run and like uh, we'll and we'll expose them. You know, like some versions of those things will do right. happen, but how does that resolve? Right. Like, and the thing is, it question. you you know, and I know that they can't win, but they're kids. They don't know they can't win. Yeah. And I, I like mm-hmm. the fact that they it's this useful naivete. Like, like we're going to take down the whole CRM. Like, guys, you, you really aren't. Your children. Stop it. Yeah. You might get me. Julia Ormond fired. Maybe that's the goal. Maybe yeah. we find out that Julia Ormond has gone rogue, right? And she's like mad with power. And so nobody knew about these moves that she was making. And she's been completely like, I make these decisions because nobody else is willing to do the things that I'm willing to do. You know, you want me yeah. on that wall. Yes. You need me on that wall. Like maybe they're just like usurp her. And now that Hope's dad can step into the role as the head of this, they can keep the science stuff going. They get spring breaks apparently they get two weeks vacation to go visit their parents <laughs> in portland you know so maybe it's just her that they have to assert because there, there's no way they take down this entire organization because it's built on science like it's built on finding a way to stop this so taking that organization does not help you yeah i mean i think that that uh chappelle makes a ton of sense to me uh because i think like that being where we're going like keeps the show's arc rooted in the characters that are here uh mm-hmm. and also like it sticks to that like idea that we've been talking about a bit that like you know we're in like one of the outer we're not in the center ring of hell right like yeah. we're not in like the like the middle of the orbit of um of whatever the post apocalypse uh like governmental structure is like uh the CRM stuff that we're seeing here is going to be like you know, three steps removed from like the more important thing that will be like three Rick Grimes movies away. Uh, so never. Uh, so like, <laughs> like to like expect to expect like anything less. I think we're really setting ourselves up. But like, if what we're doing is like basically like she's a fraud and we can prove it, you know, like that sort of uh, that feels like achievable. Feels like something that will be like narratively satisfying for these specific characters, if not so much like. Uh, I'm a Walking Dead franchise fan, and I demand answers in the Walking Dead world beyond. Like if yeah. that's if that's your expectation, I think you're gonna be disappointed. But if like your expectation is like these people rising up against Julia Ormond specifically, like rising up against Huck, you know, like these kinds yeah. of things, like this is or like uh, like the crazy doctor, the sandwich doctor, like these are the things. That uh, that they can like put their hands on and actually fight against. That's what we'll it's what you expect from a, a, a drama that is led by children in, in this universe. Like yeah. you know, let you know if, if it's a high school drama, you, uh, you have to do, make sure the principal gets fired and the mean PTA mom yes. gets her come up. Yes. and that that's yes. that's right. the victory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I guess we only have a few more episodes because remember, isn't Jadis coming? Like, don't we get garbage? Yeah. Later? Yeah, like what is Jadis the thing that yeah. roots this in the rest of the the universe, right? Like Jadis comes and like 
and we get one character to go do the crossover, right? Like maybe uh, Felix goes with Jadis and now we have Felix in the proper. Um, I think Felix would be the only character, honestly, that I would even care to see in Walking Dead proper. Yeah. Um, maybe Will, you know, but like what? I mean, Jadis, we know Jadis is coming. So mm-hmm. we just don't know. Yeah, we just don't know to do what. And so it's kind of like after they do the, oh, we've usurped the power structure or, you know, whoever's at the top. And Jadis comes and like, okay, well, come with me if you want to live, you know, and then they yeah. go on to do whatever. I, I don't know. We have like, we only have a few more episodes. I think that's the issue. Like we're on a time crunch. She has to show up and tell us about the very brave man. You know, the story of the very brave man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Coming. Uh, it is amazing still to me that like, uh, with all respect to, to Pollyanna McIntosh, who seems fabulous and like in other things, really, really great. Uh, but like Jadis being like, that'll be the one we shall have walk through the doors of all (laughs) these different shows like that will be satisfying to people it's just like uh like that's i feel like we're a little off the pulse at that point um yep she's coming we'll see that could be next week um i don't think i've got much else on this one unless either of you do uh next week is called family is a four-letter word Mm. Uh, which okay. letters are we talking about here? For? Iris, hope. hope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hope, Iris. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, all uh, of them. Wow, Elton and Silas don't count. Are, neither does Percy. Are they, are, they, are they not family? The way they're the five-letter family. This is a four-letter family. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Will is a four-letter word. Will is a four-letter word. Yeah. Okay. okay. Julia Ormond is word. not, unfortunately. No. Not in English. The only other Um, thing I have uh, is watching these two back-to-back episodes, and every commercial break, it seems, was either uh, an ad from Come Visit Virginia, which is where we filmed the show, uh, The World Beyond, and that that was that was the whole hook. They like, come see the places where you, where your favorite <laughs> show is your favorite show, World Beyond. Then come to Virginia because we film here. I was like, wow, <laughs> tours and commercials are really reaching. Uh, and every other commercial was a teaser trailer for the next eight episodes of Walking Dead proper. And yeah. yes. oh my goodness, I don't need that. <laughs> we have two hours of Walking Dead franchise here i'm not gonna forget the originals coming back at the point what if wait do? till we're closer wait till yeah, we're closer we gotta be careful here yeah you could forget i mean we basically forgot to mention that we still have not seen madison clark yeah um yeah so <laughs> yeah. you never know we'll uh i'll start revving that theory engine up again Chappelle. once we start seeing signage in the uh the apocalypses uh, yeah saying madre uh, right. Once people are running around saying Madre, then I'm going to really be out here uh, stumping for from a girl, Madison Clark. Did, did we yeah. ever see Travis after he fell out of the helicopter? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just had to bring that up because I think Josh made that like that prediction and then disappeared from yeah. uh, from here last time. That's and like, what happened. I was like, we were like, this. Madison Clark is coming, and then yeah. like months later, we're like, Josh, remember that time you said? She's like, yeah. okay, maybe she's like, not coming. That. Yeah, get yeah. me out of here. Uh, Seriously, before we end, are we getting Madison Clark back? No, not at this point. <laughs> I, you know, we let it go. I mean, I'll keep Ove alive if you want me to. Like, I can. Like, I'll find a way. I'll find a nope. way. Uh, <laughs> Final episode of Fear the Walking Dead this season, and in walks Jadis. <laughs> <laughs> Could be good. <laughs> Could be good. Yeah. It is like, sorry, Madison Clark's dead. And we're like, oh no. <laughs> 
Jadis, Jadis, the Jadis as the as the Agent Coulson of The Walking Dead. <laughs> such a surprise to me, but all right, it's so good. <laughs> All right, we could do that. Uh, All right, that's Walking Dead for this week. Fear is back. World Beyond continues. I think fun weeks of both of them. Uh, So uh, uh, excited to have everything back here. And thank you, everybody who wrote in. Again, we would love that for you to, for that to be you, TWD at postshowrecaps.com. That's TWD as in The Walking Dead at postshowrecaps.com. Chappelle, what do you got going on? Nothing but Netflix. What's up? Yeah, nothing but Netflix. We just dropped the most recent episode, The Great British Bake Off. Uh, and that was a journey. Justice for Maggie. She deserved better. Yeah. Um, and not the Maggie from The Walking Dead, yeah. but definitely the Maggie from Great British Bake Off. So we talked about that. Um, Rob and I with our guests, Kirk Clark and uh, Haley Strong. They are our, um, are like pros. Uh, we we asked. I think we asked about Emily Fox, but I think you were traveling. Yeah, we so, were uh, we were away for the last uh, little while. Otherwise, I'm sure she would have had thoughts. We just actually watched the episode uh, that you that you all covered. Uh, just I think like at this point, what like two hours ago. Uh, yeah. So she wouldn't have even been current on. But we're watching the season, having having a blast. And I haven't listened to the podcast yet because I was I was late on the episode, but. I'm, that panel is amazing, uh, and I yeah. imagine the time that was had was delightful. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was a good time, and so was that was first fun. Exposure to GBBO, or have you been hooked? First, in? yeah, first exposure period, and uh, I think I might be here for a while. I think yeah. you might have gotten me one, with one, yeah. but that was fun. And so this week, I believe we're still trying to figure out what we're going to watch. But I think the front runner is you. Netflix is you, yeah. not you, Josh, and not you, AJ. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, the, my only path to being a—it's uh, like some true crime thing has happened. So let's hope that's yeah. Not where so we go. so yeah. So I think we're leading toward that. But again, if something comes up, then we might pivot. You never know. Um, I'm also still covering. Uh, never have I ever on silent podcast. Sasha Joseph and I are You're in two episodes two? in. Yep, we're all, we're chugging along, and so uh, we're. Uh, going to be dropping season, uh, episode two of season two very soon and so you can check that out i'll also be on the shit 90 shows <laughs> taught me podcast talking about boy meets world yeah um because eric matthews is a shallow boy and we need to talk about it because that's <laughs> my favorite episode of television uh, of all time and i know it by heart and i'm dying to talk about it with jess and sarah ferguson um and then i think this weekend i'm also doing a uh online uh reality game uh to benefit uh, w- one of uh our good friend Maggie Morgan's uh friends, she's a, a cancer survivor, and so in order to pay for her treatments and stuff, they're gonna raise money. Um, and by having this ORG, um, that is basically like Big Brother, but like online, and I've never done anything like this before, and I'm completely like terrified that I'm gonna suck and let people down. But it's to it raise doesn't matter money. if it's for you know people will have fun like participating, watching, and if it's for a good cause, that's that's amazing. So exactly, the and so yeah, comes off a bit, yeah, yeah. So it's Team Molly. Uh, we're definitely doing this for Molly on October 23rd, um, all day from what it seems, uh, and we will be like taking Venmo donations, and it'll be tr- uh, streamed on Twitch. So if you're listening, go check that out or check me out on Twitter. I'll tweet out the link. Uh, my Twitter is at Chappelle's underscore show. Uh, other than that, I think that's all the podcasts I'm doing this week. Uh, but um, if you want to, you know, keep up with me, just follow me on Twitter and, um, you know, stay tapped in and I'll make sure you keep updated on any other changes or any additional podcasts I do in the near future with the post show recaps. 
You won't miss a thing if you follow Chappelle. Uh, AJ, the guests, are they still being beaten? They are severely with... Uh, <laughs> with reeds. With, with reeds. Uh, no, Reed is on uh, it's on the Criminal Minds recap. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh, Polonius Pundits. Yeah, beat my guest trivia podcast. Polonius Pundits, Criminal Minds podcast. I, I don't need to waste your time saying that every week. That's what I'm going to say. And uh, if you want to join the party and... Uh, Help us uh, profile those uh, episodes of Criminal Minds. You can join me and Katad Svensgaard on Polonius Pundits. Uh, and we're going to get you guys on. We're going to get you guys on Beat My Guest at some point. I'm down. I'm ready. We just need, to, so we need to uh set up the schedule. But I'm, Absolutely. I'm, go. I'm, I'm very happy about that. That's going to be great. Uh, tons happening on Post Show Recaps. Uh, Succession returned to HBO this week. We had a really fun opening salvo recapping the premiere uh, of succession confusingly titled secession uh and so that was really fun with grace leader and dr amanda filling in for jess sterling a really great recap that if you like that show i recommend you check it out i think we've got a, a really uh a really good plan for for tackling this one all season long so if you're if you're locked in on that show we've got you covered so many other things going on you can just find all the things that are happening search post show recaps uh on your podcatcher You'll see all the cool things that we are cooking up. And hey, it's still October. It's still that birthday month here uh, for uh, the Posture Recaps Patreon anniversary. If you want to say hi, let us know you're out there. Even if it's just a buck a month, honestly, just to be like, yeah, I'm here. Uh, Stop talking about it, a.k.a. also keep talking about it. And I want to know more because now I'm signing up to be a patron. You can do that. Patreon.com slash post show recaps it literally makes it possible for us to do podcasts in a very real tangible way uh keeps those strawberries fresh uh as as it were uh so consider we would love to get that support from you if you feel we have earned it uh patreon.com slash post show recaps next week fear the walking dead uh resumes six hours not the length of the podcast (laughs) the name of the episode (laughs) Uh, and family is a four-letter word. So some amalgamation, some version of the Walking Dead panel will be here next week to cover it. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye-bye.